0: to this week's episode of MCW Fancast. My name's Emma. Thanks for listening. We're here. We've made it. Uh, It's the FA Cup final weekend. Really looking forward to making the trip to Wembley for the final stage of the competition where we meet West Ham in the final of the FA Cup. It's really exciting. Been a lot of build up this week. Um, Hopefully going to be a record breaking crowd at the Wembley Stadium on Saturday. It's set to be a great occasion, as Wembley always is, for whichever team is playing in the final. But it's our time and it's um, our second cup final at Wembley Stadium. Really looking forward to it, like I said. I'll be speaking to Dave later in the podcast to get his thoughts on the game and also some information for fans that are making the trip down to Wembley, thanks to City putting on some free coaches as well. So thanks to them. There's only two games left in our season to play with the FA Cup and our away game to Arsenal on the last day of the season in a WSL left to play. It's all about maintaining that unbeaten form that City have done so well this season and and let's hope we can obviously come away with our second piece of silverware on Saturday. But if we don't, no I'm not, even gonna go. <laughs> I'm not even gonna go there it's all about maintaining that unbeaten form and hopefully we can obviously do that heading into these two games now and just finishing off the season the best way that we can so last sunday we played Yovel in the wso at the academy stadium for our last home game of the season it was Yovel that came out very very quickly <laughs> got the early goal uh, which saw city go behind 1-0 It was Paris who was able to convert from the penalty spot and then Lauren Hemp who got the match winner in the second half. I spoke to some fans on Sunday at the game to get their thoughts on the performance and here's what they had to say. Right, and with a couple of City fans, would you like to introduce yourselves? My name's Crystal. I'm Peter. you enjoying the game? Could be (laughs) (laughs) better. I have to ask, but yeah, it's probably not the sight we would have liked. No, not at all.
1: it's it's kind of summed up the season in in a way the way that we we kind of um struggled at the beginning and improved so i'm kind of hoping that's how this is going to go
0: it probably took us by surprise with Yeovil coming out of the blocks quite early getting that goal but it was a good finish by Yeovil and uh, there were a couple of rounds of applause because obviously with their season and how that's gone so far it's probably pushing the blow a little bit as we near the end of the season and they know they're probably going down well they are going down this season so um, hopefully we'll see more of City coming out at half time what are you expecting to see from the side? I was going to say we've, we've been
1: more of a second half team this year yeah. in games we've, when we've come up against kind of the, the so-called lower teams in the league, we've always struggled the first half. Um, second half we've always seemed to just come up with more energy so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of expecting the same this half.
0: I mean, obviously the result of this game makes no difference, but it would be nice to obviously keep that unbeaten run at the Academy Stadium um, and then domestically this season. We've been unbeaten, and this game really, whatever the result, it don't really stand for anything. But it would be nice to obviously maintain that form. It's
1: it's a thing as well. It's nice to carry some form going into the Cup Final next week and also playing Arsenal because even though the kind of seconds pretty much wraps up, you'd still like to kind of beat your rivals yeah. even if it's a, a dead rubber game or not so
0: it's it's set, it's set to be a good end to the season as well though
1: yeah so it's overall it's, it's not been a, a bad season you, you take Champions League football next season as well so it's, it's not been too bad
0: yeah we were just really unfortunate obviously with the Champions League and the draw and you know we obviously weren't able to get the result again at Atletico yeah. but you know, we're in
1: it next season, hopefully we'll have a bit more luck on our side next time around. I I personally think the team this year is more of a transition as opposed to kind of we had all the team pretty much knitted together through England. This one's kind of like bringing the youngsters and also well, the new signing so i think this year's more transition next year proper proper goal for the title
0: so you've been happy with the squad then this year
1: i've, I've been quite in, impressed with the squad this year I, i'd say kind of we're for me has been the player of the season personally because when there's been games we've been down in, she's always been there always her and steph's probably been the best too i'd say
0: and the interplay between them's been really yeah. on fire as well. Seem to have obviously from last season and in terms of the players that Nate's brought in and the you know the relationships that we've formed on the pitch seem a little bit more solid, don't we? Yeah, that's, yeah,
1: that's, yeah, we have awesome. yeah. the second part of the season, first half it was kind of it's like we'd never met on earth And as the season's gone on, we've kind of clicked more. Yeah. Which is a, a bit of a shame, considering if we'd been up from the start, we could have challenged Arsenal a bit more. But overall, I'm I'm okay with it.
0: So, are you going to go to Wembley on Saturday? Yes. Definitely, it's just down the road for me, so I travel up from um,
2: right. London for all these matches. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereabouts in London? Well, so I'm just north of it, so near Milton Keynes. Um, so yeah, I travel up for all these matches, and I always say the ones that I'm not here for, like. I must be the good luck penny because we usually win <laughs> when I'm here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, um, right. yeah, so it's down the road for me, so yeah. I haven't really got an excuse. I? Plus, it, plus, it'll be nice
1: to kind of have an ongoing rivalry with our West Ham friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yes.
2: like one of our best mates is a West Ham fan, so she'll be sitting with her little contingent <laughs> and we'll be with ours, and we'll see who lifts that trophy at the end.
1: So, hopefully, you know, we've we, we, we get an one with the rest of them or
0: we will never hear the end of it. All right well enjoy the game guys and hopefully we'll do better in the second half yeah. and hopefully see you at Wembley. See you Wembley, you. nice to meet you. you. Right, I'm with Pam from the OSC, how are you? I'm really good thank you. Good, um, just want to see out your thoughts on the first half, what did you think of the game? A very slow start, I think that sometimes
3: we seem to have taken our foot off the gas before the game even starts and it needs half time for Nick to give the girls a bit of a push.
0: Yeah, so um, what are you hoping from the team in the second half?
3: I think a lot more energy from the from the very start. I think I think an early goal will settle them down and we'll get five or six after that, I yeah. think.
0: Very optimistic. <laughs> Always. <Yeah. laughs> uh, so obviously we've had a few games like this season where City have been slow out the blocks but obviously in the second half we've come out and managed to get the goals, a handful maybe to see the game off, but Yeovil have played quite well today.
3: I think Yeovil have done really well and uh, even now on the break they still look quite dangerous and I think there's a team that's been very solid and their goalkeeper looks very good too. Yeah, uh,
0: Megan Walsh, she's made a few good saves in the game hasn't she? Yeah she has, yeah. I, I, I'll
3: play it to Yeovil, they're making a game of it. <laughs>
2: Alright well enjoy the second half and thanks for speaking to me today. Thank you. Yeah obviously I'm really pleased to have got the goal to secure the win. But I think overall we need to be better technically and tactically if we're going to go into the cup final next week with a strong performance. As I grew in the game, I took more confidence and managed to take on a few more players and then create a few more chances than I did in the first half. And I think overall our performance all round was better in the second half. I mean, the support from the fans is going to be massive, especially next week. And obviously this week it was massive for us. Obviously hearing them in the background gives us confidence to keep going and push to get that goal and get the final result we needed. Yeah, really excited. I've never been to Wembley before so it'll be a good opportunity to, and a big opportunity for all the fans to see what we can do and it being on BBC as well, hopefully we'll get a good crowd and good support unit for the squad. Um, I think they'll have confidence going into it because obviously it's their first um, FA Cup final so I think they've got nothing to lose but we're just going to go into it, work hard this week in training and hopefully put in a good performance to get the win. Definitely I'd love to get on the pitch and hopefully play but we'll see, the win is the most important thing so hopefully we'll Yeah I like to run at players and be confident on the ball, um, I think that's what creates some chances today so I hope to do that next week if you get the opportunity. Uh, just obviously about maintaining that unbeaten form now for the rest of the season, how important is that for you? Yeah, it's really important. I mean, we're hoping to finish the season unbeaten with us. Obviously, we'd love to win the league, but we're just doing what we can and focusing on our own performances and working hard in training to hopefully get the results we need. And obviously, it was that early goal quite disappointing for City, but what did Nick say to you at half-time? He um, just said to stay calm and composed, which we were doing. I think we just took that into the second half, obviously. The first goal wasn't what we wanted, but I think we just lacked in concentration right at the start. Um, but we grew into the game and managed to get the result we needed. All right,
4: thank you thank you. I think, you know, If you gift goals away, I've said before you can't expect to have easy games when you give goals away and what we must have been about 30 seconds, we gave them a, a one they lead start and I think it just gives the opposition a bit of enthusiasm and do you know what, one thing I will say, I've said it all season, like they've really improved overall, they're a difficult team and you have to make sure that you play good football to break them down because they're going to sit in and try and make it hard for you. Um, but I was comfortable that we'd find a way, this team has shown this year the resilience of finding a way in difficult circumstances when maybe performance level isn't where we want it to be Um, we found a way and there's some good individual performances Lauren Hemp thought was excellent today and she scored the winner so a good win in the end yeah I mean the squad will be pretty similar for next week MBC will be back, Jill Scott will be back so we'll have a strong squad to pick from no injuries so um, I thought today we played well in spells we just didn't play well in long enough spells like we normally do. I thought we lacked a little bit of identity in the first half from what we normally look like. But we had a lot of players on there that haven't played a lot of football, so you've got to expect, you know, they need a bit of time to get up to speed. Um, But in the end, actually, you know, the fact that we found a way is a real positive. And I think maybe not playing so well just refocuses everyone's mind going into the FA Cup final. Yeah, I think you have to. I think you have to just treat it like a game, not worry about the outcome or the occasion and just go through the process of how we win. And like we said at half-time, there were some moments in this game where we didn't go through the process of how we win and how we stopped teams making the game hard for us, but we made the game difficult for ourselves. But like I say, going into a final, that's a real positive for me as a coach because it just refocuses everybody and just shows us what can happen from teams that people may perceive are lesser teams than us. Football's a difficult game when you don't play well.
5: I'm I'm the Commercial Manager for Netherton United uh, Ladies and Girls Football Club. We're based in Peterborough, we play in the Cambridgeshire League um, and we're here today uh, at Man City to um, take part in the Sister Day Club which is the FA initiative to um, sort of attract grassroots football. Um, we applied to become a sister club for Manchester City uh, two years ago. Uh, this is our second season doing it, we're really very proud, privileged be part of the club. Um, we chose Man City as, a, as an option because they were the best in the, in the game. So we, we, we kind of like to think that we're, we're doing all right. Yeah, um, so yeah, okay. go with uh, the best. So, so just
0: tell us a little bit about the age groups.
5: Yeah, sure. So we've got four junior sides. Um, so we've got a, um, under 11, sorry, under 10s, 11s, um, and, then, and, a, and then under 13s and a ladies side. And then we're growing each year. So next year we'll have under 10s through to 15s and then a ladies side as well. So growing all the time.
0: So, how many uh, girls have
5: you got with you today? It's quite a, a big bunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, our under 10s, 11s, some of our under 12s and 13s are all here. So, we're, um, yeah, we've got, got and all parents and brothers and sisters and what have you. So, we've brought a coach load and a couple of cars.
0: So I'm going to assume that this might be the first time a lot of them have visited the academy stadium so what does it mean for the girls seeing obviously their idols perhaps?
5: Exactly yeah and some of them it's a lot of there for the actual first football match as well because um, some of them are only nine or ten years old so it's great exposure to the to the game in general but certainly to the women's game and just seeing seeing their faces all the way through uh, the day and the excitement we've had all the social media pictures and videos they're absolutely loving it yeah, and it's have retweeted
0: a few as well it's great yeah, obviously that. a Saints uh, with everyone as well because I mean it's great as well like see I mean you're staying in the ground at the minute now a lot of obviously the fans have left and they're putting on a bit of a coaching event
5: absolutely brilliant yeah and fair play to City for doing it and the players and the coaching staff to do that because you don't get it anywhere else um, so it's it's really good and the girls um, will massively appreciate it um, and it's good it's good all round. really really a fantastic day right.
0: so did you enjoy the game
5: yes very good yeah <laughs> got the result in the end yeah. a bit all dodgy right. b- dodgy start but yeah on to the cup final next week yeah, all right well
0: all the best and have a safe travel back
5: to be thanks very much right. cheers hi dave you
0: okay hi emma Nice to speak to you again you too uh how are you feeling uh,
3: looking forward to Saturday, obviously nervous as ever. Yeah. The
0: cup final, but looking forward to it now. It's very close, so yeah. Bring it on. Bring it on, like that. So yeah, Wembley Stadium on Saturday, 4th of May at 5:30 p.m. Kick off. Man City Women yeah. versus West Ham. Great occasion, as you know. Any any final, obviously we, we were lucky to have the County Cup final earlier in the year, but Wembley FA Cup final, big big occasion. And we're lucky to be there again. Absolutely. So, this will be the second time that Man City women have reached the FA Cup final. Uh, The first time was obviously 2017. We beat Birmingham for one. We did, yeah. That was a fantastic day
3: out. Uh, That was the first time since the OSC has formed that we all got to go to Wembley together, sat together as we are doing on Saturday. It was a fantastic day. Everything went well game that day than we actually got because Birmingham as you know is usually a very close tight game between 50 and Birmingham but yeah. possibly the occasion got to Birmingham that day a little
0: bit and we were 3-0 up after half an hour so uh, we played very well Yeah that day. Uh, I mean it's one of them games I I've, can watch back time and time because it was just so enjoyable to watch hopefully we'll have much of the same on Saturday. Yeah I
3: suppose in some ways it's a similar thing obviously um, you know If you were having a bet on it, you would obviously make City favourites because you know they finished a lot higher up the league than West Ham. But you know, as I said last week before the over you've got to turn up for every game, haven't you? If you don't turn up, these teams could could cause you trouble. West Ham are a decent side; they've adapted pretty well to their first season in the WSL. Yeah, Um, stayed, stayed, stayed out of trouble. Yeah. as you know, we went down to West Ham early in the season in the league, didn't we? And it was a, we ended up winning three one. But when they got the goal back to make it two that day, they made life
0: a little bit uncomfortable for us, didn't they? Yeah, absolutely. I was going to talk to you about that actually, because you know we have played them I mean, obviously in the WSL. The first time, obviously at the Academy Stadium, we we ran out seven one winners. I mean, mm. that obviously probably the result reflected you know their start to the season and how. It took them a while to get going, if you like, uh, and then obviously meeting yeah. them again later in January. You know, it was a much more competitive game, and they seem to have ended the season on a on a good run of results. West Ham. Yeah, well, you see, with the reshuffle, I think last last summer, obviously West Ham were technically they were promoted two divisions at once, weren't
3: they? So it's yeah. a big step up. They brought in some experienced players, Flaherty um, from Chelsea, Jane Ross, people like that. But obviously, it takes time, even if you buy decent players. It takes time to gel. They were unfortunate because they got the Tess Midak from City and she suffered another terrible injury, didn't she? Mm-hmm. So they were out uh, And it takes time for players to gel. And I think we saw that when they came to City. Yes, you know, we hammered them, excuse the pun. But, um, <laughs> you know, as you say, the second meeting was a lot closer. And I
0: think they've grown as the season, they've got better as the season. But yeah. so I like think to it's took them a time to gel. And by Christmas, I
3: think the players have gelled. And uh, as I said, they you know, they gave us a, a lot closer game in the second game, and they are a decent side. They definitely got some good players. We all know if you if you can get service into someone like Jane Ross up front and stuff, then she can score goals. Definitely,
0: she scored against us in that league game, didn't she that day? She did, yeah. And like you said, that consistency and that that consistency and form is is starting to show with West Ham as well, and that's much to the to the credit of the team and the and the management as the season draws yeah. to a close, really, isn't it?
3: Well, he's a very experienced manager, isn't he? he yeah. Liverpool? Managed America. I take it you've been
0: watching the documentary series about uh, yeah, well, I have, Dan yeah Sullivan and stuff, and that's quite, that's shown quite a few interesting insights, didn't it has, Yeah, I've really uh, enjoyed watching that. that. Yeah. yeah, I think they've done well. <laughs> you know, we saw on that documentary series that he lost his, um, almost like his director of football, didn't he, right at the start of the season, and that threw them as well. Yeah. Um, she left for another job, and it's interesting to see like, the behind the scenes like that and a new club. Mm. But it was hard for
3: as I say they've technically jumped two divisions Mm -hmm. so it'd be hard for any club to
0: adapt to that like West Ham like you said there in the documentary the setup seems like I think we spoke about this last week but you know going to a screen and seeing the setup and how how it's fans and are integrated into the into the ground and you know how friendly they are and you know it just seems like a really good unit at the moment I think
3: that that there was echoes of I think there was an echo of what City have got at the academy, where they wanted, eventually they wanted the whole of West Ham, and then the youth teams and the women to be it. That would be what like a central hub for all their teams. Yeah. At the moment they're still building it, and and, to, and obviously they haven't got the money to back them that the City have got maybe, when we were very lucky to be able to have our academy built and stuff. And I think that West Ham have the right philosophy, they always have had. They've always been a, a football team, they've always liked to play proper football and. You know, right back through through the men's team through the years, and and now with the women. So, as you say, they were were nice people. I think they are football people who understand the game and uh, they're a good set of fans. And it's nice to be able to play them. It's nice, you know, I'm glad that it's West Ham that we're playing. I just wish I had back the West Ham fans when they complained about obviously their men's game clashing on Saturday. And I do feel for them because we went through that in 2017. And City's men were at home that day, the same day, and it does, you know, it does, you know, for someone who supports both, it is hard to make that choice, and I just wish we didn't have to make those
0: choices, but that's the way it goes. Yeah, it is really unfortunate, and there has been a lot of fans, not just West Ham fans, but football fans in general. I mean, I know a lot of City fans have also, you know, offered their support and and help, you know, help sign the petition and stuff. But it is really unfortunate that obviously the game is drawing close now and, and unfortunately it doesn't look like they'll be able to do anything in terms of moving the time.
3: No, unfortunately not, it looks like they're going to have to make a decision, Some have talked about leaving the West Ham men's game at half time, things like that, it's, it's a shame because although, like I say, we, we feel the pain that they're going through because we had exactly this issue in 2017, you know, and we would have had it this year to be fair, we were due, the best City men were due to be playing Leicester on Saturday, it is just a quirk of fate that that got moved to Monday night for television. Because they had to move Spurs and Liverpool's champions, with them being in the Champions League, their their Premier League had to move back yeah. into the weekend, and so they had to move City to Monday night because obviously City men are out of the Champions League. So it wasn't good planning that City gave them in class. You know, unfortunately, it was a quirk of faith, It was a quirk of pain, a little bit of luck for us that that attend both. There a lot of City fans are not happy that the men's games they move to Monday because they can't go when you know they, they were. Expecting it on Saturday, so you can't please everybody. I mean, I, I, I expect it's difficult, you know, to fit all these games around and all these clashes, but you know, it is a shame when it's the, the cup final, you know, that you, you want as big a crowd as possible.
0: Yeah, but it does you know? seem to be like it's going to be a record breaking crowd on Saturday. I
3: believe so, yeah. I've seen a thing on Twitter today that um, they're expecting a record crowd because that's, that's
0: great news. Yeah, absolutely. So, in terms of obviously how we've got there. Um, In the fourth round, we beat Watford 3-0 at the Academy Stadium. Then we travelled to Tottenham, where we won 3-0 again in the fifth round. Uh, Then we drew Liverpool in the quarterfinals at home, and we won that match (laughs) 3-0. And then a chains of fate, we actually drew Chelsea. No surprise there, but we actually drew a home draw. We were gifted the goal, though, but we progressed 1-0, obviously, to the final. Yeah, yeah, it's... it's, um... Quite a, not I wouldn't say an easy one. But we had a, a nice uniform amount of results at early on three three nils. Yeah. Um, the Watford game, I think we held out for a while and then we broke them down. It was similar at Spurs, yeah. Spurs played well that day. Yeah, um, and we managed to break them down three nil. Liverpool again three 0
3: as you say, and then the semi final. If anything, I think um, Lady Luck smiled on us a little bit. Certainly
0: with the Gunners. Yeah. Um, but it just shows you in a cup game if you just stay in there, stay, stay, you know, stay in the game, anything can happen. And, and it, it did that day. Didn't yeah. It? I mean, it um, looked like it was the game as the game sort of went on. It you kind of felt like it was either going to be something special or it was it was just going to be something, well, yeah. you know, unfortunate because. It, it was, it was so 50-50. Well, let's be honest,
3: Chelsea were the better side for most yeah. of that game. They hit the post, they, you know, and I remember saying to James, after through the second half, the longer he stays at 0-0, the more chance we've got, I'm just nicking one. Yeah. I didn't think we'd nick one the way we did. We'd nick it, they nicked it for I one. don't think anyone but, did, to um, be
0: <laughs> fair. Um, you know, I was just thinking, right, thanks, yeah. one, just give us one chance, just give us one chance. And when it came, you know, like I say, they nicked it for It, it was unbelievable. You wouldn't, 99 times out of 100, that just wouldn't have happened, but no. that's the cup, no. you, you stay in the cup, it's 0 and all of a sudden, you, you know, not have time to think, mm-hmm. you're in the
3: final.
0: Yeah, and we've made it all, all the way through to the final without conceding a goal as well.
3: Brilliant, yeah, 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 yeah that's good. good time to keep that
0: record up. Looking to Saturday, what are you expecting? Um, well, like I say, similar to the Birmingham, we start as
5: favourites. Um,
3: people write a team off and, uh, you know, they win it. So, um, it's hard to say. I wouldn't take much stock in City's recent results, certainly like the Yoval game. I think Nick played a few people who hadn't been playing recently. It looked a little bit disjointed at the times. They conceded see a very early goal, mm-hmm. which made it difficult. It uh,
0: was you know, a bit. <laughs> took everyone Nick by surprise, that. playing with a bit of freedom, weren't they? Because, yeah. um, you really good as well though from from both West Ham and Man City and there's been a lot of content been put out in the build-up you know uh, there was one today uh, with Nikita Paris talking from starting out how she sort of grew to to play the game and playing football in Liverpool against I bet against a window because she had no brick wall to, <laughs> to hit the ball against I mean it's unreal I mean uh, you know Lauren Hemp was saying as well the other week that you know, it's her first time to go, in Wem- to go in Wembley. I mean, we have got like a, a completely different side to, to, to back in 2017, where you know this is a first time and a, and a first real big occasion for those players as well. Yeah,
3: it's fantastic. It's like um, you know, as a kid, you know, this is why I was saying before I'm glad the women's final is now played at Wembley because as a kid, this is what you dream of, isn't it? You know, when you're in a kid in the park, you dream about scoring in a cup final at Wembley. You yeah. know, I've seen Raheem Sterling mention it. Stuff like that, so yeah, you know, it's a dream, and now it can be a dream for as well because they weren't playing at Wembley. Obviously, you know, it's still prestigious to win the FA Cup, it's still fantastic, but now it's at Wembley, I think it adds that a little bit of uh, and you know, it, it, people like the Key are obviously role models, and so for them to say that's what they dreamed of doing, it inspires the next generation to think I could do that if I play well, if I work hard, and you know, I could be I could play at Wembley in the FA Cup final, yeah. that's brilliant. You know, and that's why people like Lauren, I think, came. You know,
0: obviously, you sign for a club like City, you're hoping that means you, you're going to get to play in cup finals, you're going to compete for trophies. And
3: Lauren had come to City, and she was excellent last Sunday, by the way. She could have played herself into the uh, team on Saturday because she played so well last week. Yeah, I agree. Um,
0: you know, and she's a great player, Lauren. And yeah, it, it, this is a reward right now. She's going to Wembley for an FA Cup final, and. Uh, who knows you could write a name into the history couldn't you yeah absolutely um, like you said I'm really really looking forward to it you've just said as well that there's uh, quite a large official support of club contingency going down as, as well as other Man City fans as well we have yeah There's yeah, we've some. got our
3: biggest ever group booking going on um,
0: Saturday so what's the information for fans that are obviously travelling on the free coaches that have been put on by City yeah
3: well as you say the club very really kindly have put on some free coaches so um Departing. Everyone should have the confirmation by now. That's on the coaches. They should have sent you an email, Thomas Cook, that are running them. They're departing the blue car park at the FJ State, which is one at the back of the fast big gasometers, which if you've been on one of our OSC coaches, you'll know it because that's where we, we leave. Uh, they were departing there from, they say 9.30, they would like people to turn up around about 9 o'clock onto the car park. You can leave your car there safely all day if you drive into the FJ State park your car up get on your coach and obviously your car will then be in the secure car park all day and the coach will bring you back there in the evening and to pick up the car. Uh, so we they're saying if you could get there around about nine o'clock so they can get everyone on the coaches and get them away for nine thirty. Okay. Which then means with one stop on the way down, we should get to Wembley quite early, you know, in the afternoon for you to have a mooch round get your souvenirs soak up a bit of the atmosphere I see there's a fan park being put on in the what you call the Wembley Box Park isn't there for yeah. uh, fans to go and enjoy a little bit of uh, pre-match entertainment there'll be all sorts of stuff around the ground on you know, I would imagine so early you get there don't worry you won't be bored standing around with thing to do hopefully it'll be a nice sunny day I've um, checked the weather
0: um, it is supposed to be nice
3: <laughs> I believe the coaches will drop us off at the yellow car park which is literally just Next to Wembley Ways, you know, so you haven't got any far to walk and things like that. That's the joy
0: of going on a coach, you know, you, you, you can't ride it. Yeah. So, um, it should, like you say, it should be a good day. Yeah. We're looking forward to it. I mean, for those that, that probably don't know um, or haven't been to Wembley before, obviously, like you said, the best of the atmosphere and soaking up the whole experience would be to sort of walk down Wembley Way and, and go and see what's going on because the energy that in any match for the build-up of the game is just incredible down there.
3: Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Like I said, the coach park is pretty much right next to it, Wembley Way, so you can cut through to it and you can have a wander up and down Wembley Way. You'll see the, what they call the box park, the, the sign to that. There's, I think Sheet kicks have got something going on in there and the other things going on. And Also, there's little fan parks where people could go and have a drink. Or tea and a coffee, or something a little bit stronger, if they want. Um, just at the, on the other side of Wembley Way. So as you're walking up and down the ramp of Wembley Way, you'll see where you can go. And like you say, it's a, it's a special atmosphere. Everyone's before a game, everyone's hyped up because obviously it's a cup final. Yeah. Very friendly. But get there nice and early as I say. You can soak it up and enjoy it. We're based.
0: Absolutely. Well, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, it's always great going along with the, the fans and, and enjoying the game because, you know, we all have a good laugh and hopefully we'll get the result. And... Yeah, well, that's
3: it. It's, you, you, go, you enjoy the day and, like you say, hopefully, come back with
0: the trophy. It would be great to have a, a double-winning trophy season for City. Obviously, not having anything to show for last season. I think this season, you know, even with the County Cup, I think it's been quite a successful season in, in itself, and having to, the opportunity to go out and get another piece of silverware is just great, isn't it? Yeah, it's fantastic
3: because I mean, we, we we're disappointed to not win the WSL, but of course we are. Yeah. We want to win everything we're in, and because, well, you know, Arsenal. Congratulations to Arsenal. They, they played well. They deserve, you know, deserving champions. Um, what I think now City can aim for is, as you say, two trophies and champion. we're going to finish second in the league, so that's Champions League. They've won the Conte Cup, so if think add the FA Cup to that, it's certainly still a successful season. Finishing second in the league, if we wanted, we wanted to win it. we might have like to it to that last day, maybe for a shootout with Arsenal. But we are unbeaten in the mm-hmm. league as well. So, you know, we've got that to play for. i trying yeah. to stay unbeaten going into next season.
0: I think um, that yeah. the Arsenal game is still... Really important for me, anyway. I still look at it as a must-win game in the fact that you know if we, you know, want to show and that you know how well we've done this season in terms of obviously maintaining that unbeaten form. I think looking to to the next weekend's after the not this weekend the weekend after <laughs> uh, the Arsenal game, I still think it's a you know an important game. If we go on and win that, I will be really really chuffed to finish the season with a win at Arsenal. Yeah,
3: I think so. I think Nick mentioned it after. Yeah, maybe one of his interviews recently. I don't think it was last week. I think it was earlier. He said that the only way they could take take it at Arsenal that they hadn't won the league. Is if they had both trophies under the belt, yeah. So that you know, he then sees they, they succeeded. They've won two trophies. They've qualified for the Champions League, which I think is imperative. Yeah. Um, which isn't easy when you think you know there's Chelsea knocking about. And yeah, stuff
0: like absolutely. You know, Finish top two is still an achievement.
3: Yeah. Um, and like I say, congratulations to Arsenal for winning
0: yeah it was Arsenal last last season you know that were on our on our heels in the the fight for that second place for the Champions League so and this time it's Chelsea I mean and you know towards the end of the season they were getting their results and they were you know creeping up so it it was important for us to keep that form definitely yeah it was yeah I think from Chelsea's point of view I think their slow start in the end did cost them didn't they? they didn't
4: score yeah. go any goals early on and they had a few 0-0 draws and um I think it cost them. It cost them a Champions League place.
3: Mm-hmm. You know, certainly cost them in the race for the Champions League place. Anyway, but Arsenal did well because they had a lot of injuries, the key players, especially uh, Jordan Knobbs,
0: and yet they still held held up top spot Yeah. and held off the challenge from Mose and Chelsea. Mm-hmm. And like I
3: said, they, they, they did well. You can't, you can't knock it at all. They're a great
0: side. Yeah, you speak about Georgia Knobbs and when she obviously got that injury and, mm-hmm. and she was ruled out, you know, people... Yeah, for a while I goal, mean it, you, know? you know, they were talking about how much they'd miss these players and how it could have an impact and fair play to them you know, they've they've mm. done so well to obviously cover um and, and get the you know, the right players in with the the attitude to obviously do well in, in those positions to cover them and they've they've deserved it, haven't they really? There's no doubt about yeah, well,
3: it. Well
0: there's no false positions If you win the league you deserve to win. Yeah,
3: absolutely. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, wait, so Wembley, I know you can uh
0: I know. You can, you can soon. <laughs> soon relax. I know. <laughs> can try and get some sleep before we go. I know, I know, I will. I'm setting an alarm. Yeah, I know, all the jokes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I would definitely... We're going to do, obviously, a bit like we did with the Conti Cup, um, you know, a bit of a special episode where we'll try and catch up with as many fans as possible, get the views and hopefully get some of that atmosphere, you know, for you guys yeah, to enjoy great. next week. Yeah. That'll be great, um. I'm
3: sure you'll have lots of people who want to speak to you, I want to be hyped up. There's a
0: message from Jane, she's got her World Cup sticker album today. Oh yeah, the starting. sticker albums are, are out. So anyone, <laughs> anyone on the coaches, bring your doubles if you started collecting the World Cup stickers today, so uh We'll start doing some swaps yeah, yeah, no, that'd be good. I'll I will I will make a start and see what I've got. <laughs> I yeah. Probably have loads of swaps, so yeah. That's that's always a bit of fun, isn't it? But yeah, if yeah. anyone is collecting for the uh for the women's world cup, yeah, I think they've gone on sale, is it uh, WH Smiths? WH Smiths, yeah. That's, well you might get it in other places as well, but otherwise WH Smiths
3: definitely yeah.
0: have them all. W- W-H Smiths there's for a sure. Pack
3: available. Anyone that subscribes to She Kicks will be getting a if you have a print subscription to see it, you will get one free. Apparently, they're sending one in the post. I'm hoping yeah. it comes tomorrow. With a, there's a cup
0: final supplement for the print subscribers and a free World we'll Cup sticker album. I'm hoping they come in the post tomorrow. To yeah.
3: So the only other thing I would remind people for the cup final on Saturday is that there's a very strict new bag policy in place at Wembley. That you know they've restricted the size of the bags you can take in with you, and they're saying that anything larger than a of a4 paper they won't let in the ground we would advise people if they're on the coach to just take your essentials with you you can if you go to the shop and you buy anything on the day in the shop they'll put that into one of their own clear plastic carrier bags that you can see through and that will allowed in the stadium so if like for instance like me you're gonna buy about 10 programs <laughs> uh, you know they will put them in a bag for you and you can take that in because obviously they can see through if you, if you have a, like a rucksack or anything like that it would be advisable to
0: probably leave it on the coach yeah and if and you go guy, if you go to the um to the Wembley club shop it is worth going you can get a mini little replica fa cup little like trophy the shop, yeah the <laughs> Wembley shop is quite good not the cheapest but uh nothing at Wembley's the
3: cheapest no but uh yeah
0: they've got some nice stuff they've got some England stuff they've got some lionesses stuff in there lionesses
3: garbs and stuff and they usually have something relating to the, the game and Certainly, like there'll be a sort of program in there, and uh, there'll be some city merchandise and some western merchandise, I would imagine, in there. Yeah. It's worth a look if you get the chance.
0: Yeah, definitely. The, I don't...
3: the, the main shop is at the bottom of Wembley, where you, you go up some stairs and you'll see it. There'll also be shops inside the ground. When you go in the ground through the turnstiles, there's usually a merchandise shop in there as well. So if you miss the one outside, you can go to the one inside. But uh, like I said, we've been speaking out all week on the OSC about this new job. We don't want people to be have to trace back to the coach and take the bags back. Yeah. So I would imagine it will be announced to people on the coach as well just to remind them.
0: I mean obviously if you've got a small bag or something, they're safe rather than an A4 piece of paper and take it in. But we wouldn't want people to have to you know, get turned away and have to rush back to the coach and miss some of the game or anything like that. So yeah. we have
3: been telling people that this is the new policy.
0: Right, okay. Right. All right. Yeah, good to know. So definitely see you on Saturday. Looking forward to the it's game. Saturday. And I'll hopefully Saturday catch up Saturday morning, and I'll hopefully catch up with you and um, see how you're feeling ahead of kickoff. Oh, I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. I'll be nervous. <laughs> I know, me at all. <laughs> all right, Dave. Well, I'll speak Take to you care. soon. You too, mate. See, see you soon. Saturday. Bye. 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 Bye.